Welcome to this episode of Sound Bites, a podcast series produced by the National Psoriasis Foundation, the nation's leading organization for individuals living with psoriasis and psoriatic arthritis. In each episode, someone who lives with psoriatic disease, a loved one, or an expert will share insights with you on living well. If you like what you hear today, please subscribe to our podcast and join us every month at SoundBites for more insights on understanding, managing, and thriving with psoriasis and psoriatic arthritis. My name is Sheba Mosevarian, and today's episode, brought to you by Bristol Myers Squibb, will present a novel way to treat adults with moderate to severe plaque psoriasis. This episode is being offered as a way for you to hear directly from Bristol Myers Squibb. It may contain information about a Bristol-Myers Squibb-offered product. From time to time, MPF will share sponsored content that we think is of benefit to those with psoriatic disease. MPF encourages everyone living with psoriatic disease to work with their healthcare provider to find an appropriate treatment for them. MPF does not offer medical advice, and this podcast episode should not be considered an endorsement of any particular product or treatment. I'm here today with one of the inventors of Satik2, also known as Ducravacitinib. In moderate to severe plaque psoriasis patient Ryan Moslin, PhD, and Tom Sharnitz, MD, BMS's U.S. medical lead for Sutik2, who will share the science and research behind an oral prescription treatment option for moderate to severe plaque psoriasis. Sutik2, Ducravacitinib, is a prescription medicine used to treat adults with moderate to severe plaque psoriasis who may benefit from taking injections or pills, systemic therapy, or treatment using ultraviolet or UV light phototherapy. It is not known if Sotik2 is safe and effective in children under 18 years of age. Ducravacitinib. Sotik2 may cause serious side effects, including serious allergic reactions. Stop taking Sotik2 and get emergency medical help right away if you develop any of the following symptoms of a serious allergic reaction. Feel faint, swelling of your face, eyelids, lips, mouth, tongue, or throat, trouble breathing or throat tightness, chest tightness, skin rash, hives, infections. Hi, Tom and Ryan. Thank you so much for joining us today. Tom, could you please start us off with giving us an overview of the current moderate to severe plaque psoriasis landscape in the U.S.? What kinds of treatments are currently approved and what kinds of options does the patient with plaque psoriasis have? Of course, and thank you for having us, Shiva. There are definitely a lot of choices for plaque psoriasis. In the last few years alone, several treatments for plaque psoriasis have become available, including topical, oral, and biologic drugs. The one I'm here to discuss today is an oral option. Bristol-Myers Squibb launched Sotik2, known generically as Ducravacitinib, for the treatment of adults with moderate to severe plaque psoriasis. Despite the abundance of therapies for moderate to severe plaque psoriasis on the market, a large-scale survey found that both dermatologists and patients reported a need for additional treatment options for plaque psoriasis. So, Tom, even with all these options, why do you think these needs still exist? A challenge many dermatologists are facing is identifying which drug to prescribe for each patient. This decision is commonly based on the benefit-risk profile of the drug, the patient's preference and medical history, and the cost and insurance coverage. Additionally, dermatologists consider skin clearance and long-term safety and efficacy to be important attributes of an ideal psoriasis therapy. Patients can often try a variety of therapies before finding what works best for them. Despite the availability of therapies, many people living with plaque psoriasis in the United States remain untreated or undertreated. 
And Tom, what is Bristol-Myers-Squibb doing to contribute to psoriasis management? BMS is proud to bring patients an additional oral treatment option. So TIC2 is the first innovation in oral treatment for moderate to severe plaque psoriasis in nearly 10 years. So TIC2 is a first of its kind, oral, selective, allosteric, which means that it attaches to a specific region of the TIC2 protein, tyrosine kinase 2, also known as TIC2, inhibitor for the treatment of adults with moderate to severe plaque psoriasis who are candidates for systemic therapy or phototherapy. Thank you, Tom. So Ryan, let's turn to you. We understand that in addition to being one of the inventors of SUTIC2, you also live with moderate to severe plaque psoriasis yourself. Tell us about your experience as a patient and what this drug means to you. Yes, thank you. I was actually first diagnosed with psoriasis while attending high school, and I had small plaques at first. And while it was only a small patch of the disease at the time, high school was, as you might imagine, hard enough, and I did not want to have to add managing psoriasis on top of it. In 2001, I moved to Boston to pursue a PhD in chemistry at MIT. At this point, the disease had spread to more visible parts of my skin. There were times when some of the symptoms of psoriasis, like itching or pain, were distracting. I had gotten so used to it, though, that I couldn't imagine what it would be like to live without it. I frequently felt embarrassed by my red plaques, so much so that I would even wear pants in the dead of summer. In 2010, I took a research position at Bristol-Myers Squibb. Upon starting at BMS as part of the Immunology Small Molecule Drug Discovery Team, I was given an exciting project targeting the protein known as tyrosine kinase 2, or TIC2. Ultimately, the team was able to produce a molecule that would later be known as SOTIC2. Being the lead inventor on the resulting patent was exciting for me, given my personal experience with moderate to severe plaque psoriasis. To be a contributor and a part of the team on this journey, both professionally and personally, brings me great pride. And I'm excited to say that today I am prescribed by my physician and I'm using SOTIC2 to treat my moderate to severe plaque psoriasis. Thank you so much for sharing your story with us, Ryan. So let's discuss the clinical data then. Tom, how was SOTIC2 efficacy and safety evaluated in the clinical trials leading to its FDA approval? We had two studies of people with moderate to severe plaque psoriasis, including nearly 1,700 adults. In these studies, 841 people received SOTIC2 6 milligrams daily, 422 received 30 milligrams of Apremolas twice daily, and 421 received placebo. Patients were assessed at 16, 24, and 52 weeks after starting treatment. We examined how SOTIC2 compared against placebo as the primary focus of the study. We also examined Sotictu's efficacy compared to a premolas as a secondary measure of the study, but important to note, these studies were not designed to compare the safety between Sotictu and a premolast. So what was measured in these studies, and what were the findings from those studies? The two main measures of the study were the percentage of patients achieving 75% clearer skin, as measured by the Psoriasis Area and Severity Index, also known as POSI-75, at week 16 versus placebo, and the percentage of patients achieving clear or almost clear skin also at week 16 versus placebo. In the study, 50% of patients taking Sotictu saw clear or almost clear skin versus 9% taking placebo at 16 weeks. Also, 53% of people taking Sotictu saw 75% clearer skin versus 9% taking placebo. 
Nearly twice as many people had 90% clearer skin with Sotictu compared to a Premalast. In one study, 42% of people taking Sotictu versus 22% taking a Premalast saw 90% clearer skin at 24 weeks. In a second study, 90% skin clearance was seen by 32% of people taking Sotictu versus 20% of people taking a Premalast. In one study, 70% of people, specifically 83 out of 118, who achieved clear or almost clear skin at week 24 sustained those results at one year. Additionally, in studies, more adults with moderate to severe plaque psoriasis on Sotictu reported complete relief of bothersome symptoms, such as pain, burning, skin tightness, stinging, and itching at 16 weeks compared to placebo. Specifically, 8% of Sotictu patients reported this relief versus 1% with placebo. However, there was no significant difference in complete relief from bothersome symptoms versus a premolast at 16 weeks. So, Tom, I'm curious, what was the safety and tolerability so tick do in those clinical trials? Safety is, of course, a major focus for our clinical trials. In studies at 16 weeks, 2.4% of people stopped taking so tick to due to side effects compared to 3.8% for placebo. The most common side effects, which was defined as greater than or equal to 1% and higher than placebo, in patients on Sotictu were common cold, sore throat and sinus infection, cold sores, also known as herpes simplex, sores on the inside of the lips, gums, tongue, or roof of mouth, including canker sores, inflamed hair follicles, also known as folliculitis, and acne. These are not all of the possible side effects of Sotictu, and serious side effects may occur. Thank you, Tom and Ryan, for being here with us today to provide more information about Sotic2, a therapy option for people with moderate to severe plaque psoriasis. Please continue listening for important safety information about Sotic2, a treatment discussed in today's episode. Indication. Sotic2, Ducravacitinib, is a prescription medicine used to treat adults with moderate to severe plaque psoriasis who may benefit from taking injections or pills, systemic therapy, or treatment using ultraviolet or UV light phototherapy. It is not known if Sotic2 is safe and effective in children under 18 years of age. Important safety information about Sotic2, Ducravacitinib. Sotic2 may cause serious side effects, including serious allergic reactions. Stop taking Sotic2 and get emergency medical help right away if you develop any of the following symptoms of a serious allergic reaction. Feel faint swelling of your face, eyelids, lips, mouth, tongue, or throat, trouble breathing or throat tightness, chest tightness, skin rash, hives. Infections. So Tic2 is a medicine that affects your immune system. So Tic2 can lower the ability of your immune system to fight infections and can increase your risk of infections. Some people have had serious infections while taking So Tic2, such as infections of the lungs, including pneumonia and tuberculosis, TB, and COVID-19. Your healthcare provider should check you for infections and TB before starting treatment with Sotic2 and watch you closely for signs and symptoms of TB during Sotic2 treatment. You may be treated for TB before you begin Sotic2 treatment if you have a history of TB or have active TB. If you get a serious infection, your healthcare provider may tell you to stop taking Sotic2 until your infection is controlled. So TIC2 should not be used in people with an active, serious infection, including localized infections. You should not start taking So TIC2 if you have any kind of infection, unless your healthcare provider tells you it is okay. 
you may be at a higher risk of developing shingles, herpes, zoster. Before starting Sotictu, tell your healthcare provider if you are being treated for an infection or have had an infection that does not go away or keeps coming back, have TB or have been in close contact with someone with TB, have or have had hepatitis B or C, think you have an infection or have symptoms of an infection, such as fever, sweats or chills, muscle aches, weight loss, cough, shortness of breath, blood in your phlegm, mucus, warm, red, or painful skin or sores on your body different from your psoriasis, diarrhea or stomach pain, burning when you urinate or urinating more often than normal, feeling very tired. After you start taking Sotictu, call your healthcare provider right away if you have an infection or have symptoms of an infection. Sotictu can make you more likely to get infections or make any infections you have worse. Cancer. Certain kinds of cancer, including lymphoma, have been reported in people taking Sotictu. Tell your healthcare provider if you have ever had any type of cancer. Muscle problems, rhabdomyolysis. Sotictu can cause muscle problems that can be severe. Treatment with Sotictu may increase the level of an enzyme in your blood called creatine phosphokinase, CPK, and can be a sign of muscle damage. Increased CPK is common in people taking Sotictu. Your healthcare provider may tell you to stop taking Sotictu if the amount of CPK in your blood gets too high or if you have signs and symptoms of severe muscle problems. Tell your healthcare provider right away if you have any of these signs or symptoms of severe muscle problems. Unexplained muscle pain, tenderness or weakness, feeling very tired, fever, or dark-colored urine. Do not take Sotictu. If you are allergic to Ducravacitinib or any of the ingredients in Sotictu, before taking Sotictu, tell your healthcare provider about all of your medical conditions, including if you have liver problems or kidney problems, have high levels of fat in your blood, triglycerides, or have recently received or are scheduled to receive an immunization, vaccine, as you should avoid receiving live vaccines during treatment with Sotictu. Tell your healthcare provider if you are pregnant, plan to become pregnant, or if you are breastfeeding or plan to breastfeed. It is not known if Sotictu can harm your unborn baby or if Sotictu passes into your breast milk. Report pregnancies to the Bristol-Myers Squibb Company's Adverse Event Reporting Line at 1-800-721-5072. Tell your healthcare provider about all the medicines you take, including prescription medicines, over-the-counter medicines, vitamins, and herbal supplements. Keep a list of them to show your healthcare provider and pharmacist when you get a new medicine. Take Sotictu exactly as your healthcare provider tells you to take it. Take Sotictu one time every day, with or without food. Do not crush, cut, or chew the Sotictu tablets. Sotictu may cause serious side effects, including changes in certain laboratory test results. Changes in laboratory tests have happened in some people taking Sotictu. Your healthcare provider may do blood tests before you start taking Sotictu and during treatment with Sotictu to check for the following. Increased triglycerides. Too much fat in your blood can cause problems with your heart. Increased liver enzymes. If your liver enzymes increase too much, your healthcare provider may need to do additional tests on your liver and may tell you to stop taking Sotictu if they think that Sotictu is harming your liver. Potential Risks from Janus Kinase, Jack Inhibition 
So TIC2 is a tyrosine kinase 2, TIC2 inhibitor. TIC2 is in the JAK family. It is not known whether taking SOTIC2 has the same risks as taking JAK inhibitors. Increased risk of death, all causes, has happened in people who were 50 years of age and older with at least one heart disease, cardiovascular risk factor, who were taking a JAK inhibitor used to treat rheumatoid arthritis, RA, compared to people taking another medicine in a class of medicines called TNF blockers. So TIC2 is not for use in people with RA. The most common side effects of SOTIC2 include common cold, sore throat and sinus infection, upper respiratory infections, cold sores, herpes simplex, sores on inner lips, gums, tongue or roof of the mouth, canker sores, inflamed hair pores, folliculitis, and acne. These are not all of the possible side effects of SOTIC2. Call your doctor for medical advice about side effects. You may report side effects to FDA at 1-800-FDA-1088. Please see full prescribing information, including medication guide, available on the NPF episode landing page. For our listeners, this episode is brought to you by Bristol Myers Squibb. You can learn more about Sotictio at Sotictio.com or by calling 888-SOTICTU or 888-768-9588. Talk with your healthcare provider if you feel Sotictu might be right for you. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Sound Bites for people with psoriasis and psoriatic arthritis. If you or someone you love has ever struggled with psoriatic disease, our hope is that through this series, you'll gain information to help you lead a healthier life and inspire you to look to the future. Please join us in a couple weeks for another inspiring podcast. You can find this or all future episodes of Sound Bites on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Ghana, Google Play, and the National Psoriasis Foundation webpage. To learn more about this topic or others, please visit psoriasis.org or contact us with your questions or comments by email at podcast at psoriasis.org.